Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. That's right, boys and girls. You heard the man. This is Tyler Chef, and I am the host of the Cashflow Guys Podcast. And this week, guys, I'm going to give some of you permission to quit. That's right. Some of you, it's time to quit. Here's why. Been watching a lot of videos on YouTube lately, seeing stuff coming up in my suggested feeds. And a lot of the stuff has been, you know, guru stuff, and there are people selling this and selling that and whatnot. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but it got me thinking. Went back and looked at my emails that come in off the website and off the podcast and whatnot. And a lot of the questions that I've gotten over the years, I've been doing this podcast now since 2015, I think it was. So we're on like, I don't mind, year five, year six, something like that. Maybe it was 2016 I started this thing. Anyway, I've got a lot of great questions and I think I've given a lot of good uh, feedback to a lot of people and got a lot of folks on the right track and headed in the right direction. But some folks circle back around again and they're no farther now than, than they were when they talked to me a couple of years ago. And it puzzles me and I, I genuinely want to help people. So this episode first and foremost is about helping people. I want to reach some of you. I want to reach all of you, but some of what I'm going to talk about today doesn't reach, doesn't appear, doesn't uh, apply to everybody. And for that matter, it probably does not apply to the majority of the folks that listen to the Cashflow Guys podcast. But I assure you, in the end, there'll be something in this episode for everyone. I'm going to keep it short this week, and I really mean it this time. I really promise I'm not going to uh, go on for too long. But it's a, it may some of you might think what I'm about to say is a rant, and I don't want you to focus so much on that. What I want you to do is I want you to hear my words and understand that I'm being genuine, I'm being honest with you. I'm not going to bullshit you. That's one of the reasons you listen to this show is because you come here not to be told what you want to hear, but to be told facts, what it really takes to get it done. Exactly what you need to do without any bullshit and fluff. We get right down to it. We roll up our sleeves. We get our hands dirty and we make it happen. Now, I just have been reminded in the last couple months of hard work because I'll be honest with you guys, I retired a couple of years back. You guys know that I wasn't doing anything except for enjoying the fruits of my labor, right? We've bought cash flowing assets. We've got apartments. We've got notes, short-term rentals. We've got all kinds of stuff that's gone on over the years that spill off income. You guys listened to my episode a while back where I talked about how I earn my income, where my money comes from. So I haven't really needed to go out there and, and kill myself. I wanted to enjoy life, and that's what we did. But now I want, I've got bigger goals. I want to accomplish more. I'm not done yet. So I'm rolling up my sleeves, and I'm getting back after it again. So I'm down here in Key West, rolling up my sleeves, out talking to people, looking at deals, chasing down realtors, chasing down sellers, building a team, hiring vendors, doing all this stuff, raising money, putting together a, a private place at memorandum for a Key West cash flow working with a new partner, getting all stuff, all kinds of stuff going. And I've forgotten how much work it is to put yourself out there, how exhausting it is to put yourself out there. But here's the thing, guys. As I was, I've been going through this the last couple of weeks. Initially, I probably had the same reaction that a lot of you would have had. Good God, this is a lot of work. That's exactly what I thought. But now that I'm coming and I'm starting to see things come together, we're get we're working on a pitch deck right now, right? And we've got working with designers to put the pitch deck together, and marketing experts, and making sure that everything looks good. We're going through stats. We're 
really deep diving in our market so we can understand this market better than anybody on the island, frankly, better than anyone in the country. When I put together a webinar for this fund, I don't care if you're an accredited investor or not, you need to come to the webinar because I'm going to teach you about this market. Okay, There'll be a lot to learn because I've learned a lot and I want to share it with you. So even if you're not an accredited investor, I want you to come to the webinar when we announce it. If you're in my email database, then you'll get an email on it. You'll see the ads on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, got everywhere. If you're on the right highway, you might even see it on a billboard. Who knows? But the bottom line is my partner and I have put in a ton of work. And our team has been growing exponentially, and they're putting in a ton of work. And we're writing a lot of checks to get this thing off the ground. Guys, raising money when you're doing it with a syndicate or a fund is not cheap. Okay, There's some upfront costs. You can spend... Twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars real quick of your own money before you start raising money through a fund or through a syndicate when you're dealing with multiple investors. Now, I've taught you guys through the private money crash course that you don't have to do it that way. But if you don't do it that way, you're pretty much stuck doing smaller deals. And guys, that's been my gig for a long time is small and medium sized deals where I've generally had one investor in it in each asset and not several. But now we're up in our game. We're stepping up. We're, we're swinging for the fences and we're, and we're bringing it home, right? I love helping people. And when I do this fund, I can help people in many more ways, in a bigger way as well, much bigger way. Now we're getting into millions of dollars. And when we exit this fund, some lucky folks that join us are going to be sitting pretty and they're going to be happy campers. And we might even do another one after that, maybe another one after that. But here's what I do know. Real estate's not for everybody, okay? And the name of this episode is When It's Okay to Quit, because some of you, it is okay to quit. Some of you are simply not willing to do the work. It's just not in you. You don't have it. You're not willing to roll up your sleeves and get dirty. You want it easy, fast, and with no investment of time or money. And that's unfortunate because the reality of things is you're going to miss out on massive opportunities. You're never going to achieve what you see people on YouTube and Facebook achieving that are actually achieving. You're not going to be that guy with the motor yacht and the hot babes on the fantail. You're not going to ever become, be able to come to a place, a uh, vacation in Dubai and, and live extravagantly. And if these are the things that you dream about and you're not willing to do the work. Well, guess what's going to happen? Real estate's not for everyone. It is for many, but it's not for everyone. So when I say, and I'm going to read a couple things to you, when I say don't mess with real estate, I want to start that out by saying don't mess with real estate now until you fix these issues. And once you fix these issues, then absolutely get involved in real estate because you're going to be a different person and you're going to be prepared to succeed. Right now, if you're having a tough time feeding your family, do not mess with real estate. Don't do it. You're having a tough time. You can't feed the kids. You can't feed your, your wife or your husband. You just don't have money to buy food. Real estate, boys and girls, is not the answer. Maybe go work on real estate. Go paint fences, mow grass, learn how to hang drywall, whatever it may be, join a roofing crew, 
get a job and earn money, but don't mess around wasting your time trying to get involved in real estate right yet because your number one focus is feeding your family and real estate is going to take a little bit to get to the point to where you're going to feed your family. You're going to trip and fall and make some mistakes and you're going to skin your knees and you can't afford to be skinning your knees when you're trying to feed your family. So first get your family's belly full. If that means getting a part-time job or whatever it takes, make it happen. If that means sucking up your pride and going down and getting food stamps until you can get your head above water, then do it because make sure that first and foremost, feed your family. Gentlemen, I'm talking to you, especially you have an obligation to take care of your family. Not that ladies have escaped that, but guys, time to man up. If you don't have the money to pay the rent this month, your rent, then good God, please don't mess with real estate. If you've lost your job during the pandemic and you're still to this day not working, maybe you're sitting on unemployment or whatever you're doing, don't mess with real estate. You know why? Because if you're still sitting on the couch and you're not legitimately disabled, if you are able-bodied and you don't have a job and you're sitting back collecting unemployment, that means that you've settled for whatever the hell they give you for unemployment. I don't know. It's probably a couple hundred bucks a week for unemployment. But you've accepted that as your fate, which means you are not yet in the right mindset to get involved in real estate. Because with that mindset, messing around with real estate, you're going to get crushed. So get off the couch, go get a job, and if that job doesn't pay enough, either get a better job or get a second job and make ends meet. If you're behind on child support, don't mess with real estate. Don't do it. Get caught up. If you're wanting to learn about subject to deals and no money down deals because no bank on the planet will ever loan you money, then don't mess with real estate, guys. And I know a lot of people want to hear about the no money down stuff. But understand this, the no money down stuff comes with a massive financial responsibility. You are obligated when you commit that you're going to make those payments, it's your job to do so. And if you don't have the self-discipline to keep your head above water financially and feed your family, you're clearly, when given the choice to feed your family, pay your rent, or pay some seller, you're going to choose to leave the seller hanging. And that's not fair to someone else. Understand this. Real estate costs money. Marketing costs money. Preserving property costs money. Hiring the right team at some point was going to cost money. You can raise money. Those of you that take my private money crash course know exactly how to do that. But if you don't first have financial discipline, you are very likely going to lose someone else's money. And I know for a lot of you, that's a big fear. And it's a legitimate fear. No doubt. I've had that fear. But you know how I overcome that fear? I get out there and I learn how to do the math. How much rent will it rent for? How much really are the expenses? Look myself in the mirror and be honest with myself about those expenses to make sure that there's profit in that deal. And then I share that profit with my partner or my financial friend. To acquire money, you've got to be willing to do whatever it takes to earn a living. And if that's not you, please don't mess with real estate. That might mean working all day long and then maybe much of the night as well. If that's not possible for you, don't mess with real estate. You may need to give up eating out 
going to the club, hanging out in the street corner, or whatever it is you do with other broke people, if you can't handle that, if that's not in your DNA, if you just got to go to the club and get bottle service and you're making 15 bucks an hour, that's a problem. Don't mess with real estate. To prosper in any way, guys and girls, that's going to last anyway, you're going to have to have the courage to get a handle on your finances. If you can't, don't mess with real estate. And guys, for many, many years, I did not have a fi- the financial intelligence to have any business being in real estate. My spending was not in control. I didn't understand how to balance checkbooks and I was too lazy to do it. That was many, many years ago. I got into real estate and it wound up costing me money because I lacked the financial intelligence and the personal responsibility to manage my money effectively. So every time I made a nickel, I spent a dime because I was emotionally immature. I was financially uneducated. And it wasn't until I got financially educated and I grew up and I put on my big boy pants and I fixed my credit and I eliminated my debt that I got to the point to where I could really start making money in real estate. Because prior to that, boys and girls, they were sucking money out of me left and right. If it's not paying for a real estate course or some cheat sheet or some new fancy program that will do this, do that, or do whatever, every which way you turn, someone is trying to get money out of you to learn how to do real estate. Hell, I have two courses. You can either pay me 100 bucks or 800 bucks. The bottom line is this, is if you're not emotionally ready to handle big finance, the responsibility of owning a house, then investing in real estate is not your gimmick. Don't do it. If you have less than $10,000 in the bank and you drive a car that's less than six years old, you got a spending problem. So don't mess with real estate. If you're renting a Lambo so you can take a picture of yourself in front of it to impress your friends, then you shouldn't be messing around with real estate. You should be figuring out how to own the Lambo. How much money does it take to make those payments? How many hours do you have to work? Or what value do you have to provide to the community to generate enough revenue to earn that Lambo? And if you're going to follow the rich dad, poor dad method, then what asset can you acquire that will spill off the cash flow to cover the monthly payments on the Lambo? And then you can go out and look like a hotshot all you want, guys. More power to you, as long as you have a cash flowing asset to pay for it. If you've got 20K in credit card debt and more than 20K in a retirement plan, you're broke. That's a fact. You're broke. Because if you don't have, if, you've, if you care, are carrying credit card debt and you think your retirement plan is doing anything for you, it's not. You don't have a retirement plan. It might be earning a couple points here or there. Then the brokers are going to help themselves to those, whatever you do earn. And whatever's left over is going to get eroded by inflation, number one. And look at the Fed is finally talking about they're admitting that such a thing as inflation. How about that? What the number is, who knows? But the bottom line is if you're not earning probably around 5 or 6% on your money right now in your retirement account, I mean a true net 5 or 6%, you're burning money. Okay? And if you're carrying credit card debt, I don't care if you're doing it for the points, whatever it may be, but if you're carrying balances month to month, over month over month, you're losing money. You're stealing from yourself. You're letting big business, Wall Street, the banks, steal from you. So if you have to, stop contributing to the 401k, to the retirement plan. Take a minute and that that stockbroker can wait and get his Rolex next year. 
divert 100% of what you've been dumping into your 401k into paying off your credit cards and eliminate that debt. If someone else you do not know and likely will never meet is controlling your retirement capital, you may not be broke yet, but I assure you, you're going to be broke very soon. Boys and girls, it's 2021. It's a great time. All kinds of stuff are going on. And there's also a lot of strife in the world. But we have to accept 100% responsibility for where we are in life right now. We have to look ourselves in the mirror, everybody, me included. And I've just gone through this. And that's why I found it powerful to share it with you this week. Look at yourself in the mirror and be honest. If you're not 100% where you want to be, this is the year to change it. Every one of you can pull that off. Every one of you can have an amazing year. Every one of you has the ability to wipe some, if not all, of your debt in 2021. Start fresh. Then... Get on board, get ready to make it happen, get out there, start talking to people, finding opportunity, learn the difference between what something rents for and what the bills are, and start cash flowing. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.